guys, welcome to The Breakdown. My name is Mary, I'm one of your hosts, and I am here with Josh and Brock. How are you guys doing today? What's up? Doing well, thank you, Mary. You How about yourself? A good day? I'm doing so well. <laughs> good, good. Just so hot outside, so oh I feel gosh. like in every conversation, I'm just trying to inch that in. Like, hey, you guys remember it's hot. Like, I'm just making yeah. sure everyone is remembering I that. Think, I think we dying. got that down. I think, I think we got it. <laughs> Everyone's, hey, so stay cool out there. So for those cool of you listening in other states, uh, we are very jealous of you. Um, but if this is your first time on the Breakdown Podcast, uh, we meet weekly and we take a bite-sized portion of the weekend teaching at Hope Fellowship and we break it down. So we listen to that message and we kind of take those moments where we wish we could know more or kind of understand it more in depth. And we get to take those verses and really dive into them. And it's so much fun. So those of you that listen, and you're walking away, I hope you walk away and just know more about God's Word and, and you're excited about it too. Because I know just doing this podcast, that's how I feel. I'm like, wow, God's mm-hmm. Word is amazing. And so um, if you weren't with us this past weekend, Robert Jordan, our campus pastor at Frisco East, shared a message and we're in Hebrews 11. So in our summer series, we've just been going through the book of Hebrews, which is so fun for us, especially at this table and during this podcast, because we just love um, those book studies. But he went and we are in Hebrews 11. You've probably heard of it, Faith Hall of Fame. If you've been around the faith for uh, a while, you've probably heard of it. But this is um, kind of that, that famous faith chapter. Yeah. And something that Robert did really well was kind of speak to how faith has been misused in a lot of places. And so today we're going to kind of go even deeper into um, this chapter and talk a little bit and bring a little bit more clarity and understanding to what faith is. And so Josh, where are we going today with that? Yeah, well, so uh, one of those, I would say, kind of misunderstandings is uh, maybe not just like maybe where we tend to find uh, like hope and peace and comfort and things like that, but maybe even where we've uh, kind of been taught to look for those things. But wouldn't it be really cool to just have this uh, confidence in being able to plug into a source of assurance, to be able to find yeah. that, to be able to not just look for that and hope for that, but to be able to be able to find that. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Yeah, and this has been really inspiring to me. And I'm, I'm thinking about now opening up this study, a coffee shop. Mm. Yeah. What's it called? Well, I, I was thinking about going... Hebrews, mm-hmm. and we could stand on holy grounds wow. together. Oh my gosh! Sorry, it's an old, old, it's better old, better. old, old Christian joke that I just had to. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I, we haven't said that joke yet, have we? I don't Not think so. Maybe in the last have. thirty minutes. No, in the last thirty years, probably. So. <laughs> That's funny. But speaking of Hebrews, uh, we're going to read chapter eleven, verse one. Just read one one verse here, and then we're going to uh, go from there. We're going to break it down. So this is what the author of Hebrew writes, chapter eleven, verse one. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Pretty awesome. Boom. We're wow. going into one verse, so this is one, exciting. The one verse day. <laughs> yep. Doesn't happen that often, but when it does, Love it. it's great. And so um, a little recap for those of you maybe who are joining in now and um, kind of just updating you on some of those basics about Hebrews is, one, we don't know who this author is And when you say sure. Hebrews, you're talking about the letter of the Bible, not the, not coffee, the coffee shop. shop. Okay, no. just want to yeah, make sure. Yeah, we're sticking okay. with from now okay, on. Okay, I got confused there for a second. Just want to make sure. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm sure our viewers are so glad you clarified that for us. Um, but uh, the author is unknown. There's speculation, but we can't know for sure. Um, But it's pretty obvious this is Jewish believers who are really struggling in their faith. They're facing persecution and difficulty, and they're facing this temptation to go back to the old way of doing things, going back and uh, walking away really from their faith. And so this whole letter is this um, argument and almost like a plea of like, like, hey, like, 
don't go back to all of that. Like, this is so much better. Not this, but Jesus, this kind of overwhelming argument that Jesus is better. And so last week we talked about Jesus, our high priest in chapter 10. And actually that's like woven throughout seven, all the way seven through 10. Even you can go back to even like chapters, I think one or two and find mentions of it. But um, in there, you kind of see hints of faith already being like brought up already in chapter 10. And we were kind of talking a little bit about how it shows up. And Brock, you had kind of mentioned some things in there of like it showing its showing itself in that chapter. Yeah, because verse or chapter 10 sets us up for chapter 11. Yeah. And so if you look at verses 36 through 39 of chapter 10, there's a few words in here that really stand out to me. And in verse 36, it says, you need to persevere. Mm. So this idea is, is, is don't give up. Hold on, hold on, don't give up. And then as you go down a little bit in verse 38, it says, but the righteous people will live by faith. So mm-hmm. we're starting to talk about faith and take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. Mm-hmm. And so there's this idea of those who shrink back and those who have this faith that, it'd be, as Josh said, it'd be nice to be assured that we have. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones that are saved. And so those are kind of our options. And so the writer is saying, here is what's before you. You can persevere, hold on, mm-hmm. or you can have faith in, in, in that, that part of it, or you can shrink back and don't be part of those yeah, that shrink well, back. Well, and I love it too, because it's coming right after he's making this case about our high priest and how we have access to him and we can like confidently approach him too. And so like, I feel like this shrink back is almost this opposite. Like, why would you don't shrink back? Don't run away from like this. Like there's this confidence. There's this, um, this access that we have to God now. And so I think that that's such a cool, like, there. And, and even in, in, in chapter 10, I love the idea. I've always loved the idea. It talks about Jesus being an anchor for us and how mm-hmm. he's that high priest that gets us in the very presence of God. And that anchors, he said, hold on to that. Mm. And so it's like there's that assurance, Josh, you talked about mm-hmm. that we can hold on to the priest who's in the very presence of God, who is God, the exact representation of God, who is God. We can hold on to that and he's steady and secure. And if we just hold on, mm. we're, we're held on to such a beautiful thing. And so yeah. don't give up persevere and hold on. Jesus is a good thing to hold on. Actually, he's better than anything you can hold on to, yeah. so yeah. don't give up. And especially knowing that these people, man, they are like being tossed to, like I feel like in their lives, they're probably feeling, um, facing all this trouble and persecution. They're like being thrown left and right, I'm sure. And so that anger and that feeling of like, hey, like this, I can like, this can steady me. This can hold me with the faith. And so I think that that's so beautiful. Yeah. And so that's, should we jump into yeah, our, our one our, our verse yeah, let's of go the into day? The verse. It's a great setup. All right, we could sit back in our coffee shop and have this I've got conversation. Got my Starbucks ready to go. Sip no, no, no. It's, it's the coffee shop is named Hebrews, not Starbucks. <laughs> oh God. Jeez. Okay. So it's it's interesting that he talks about faith here. The author, or he or she, yeah, and says faith is confidence and assurance. So confidence in what we hope for, we're assured of what's going to happen. Uh, and so, if, as you guys have heard many times, I had to use very stupid mnemonic devices to remember things I love when now. I was in school. And so, <laughs> when studying Greek, the word for faith is pistis. Mm. And so, as an immature young man, that was an easy <laughs> word to remember, yeah. uh, the pistis word. Mm-hmm. And so... It's when, the only Greek word that Brock remembered from school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not yeah, but this one just shines above all. They can remember that one. But as you look at the Greek background of this work, because it wasn't Greek, mm-hmm. so... There was this idea in the Greek mythology idea that Pistis was a goddess or a god that you could have uh, personified trust, uh, trustworthiness, loyalty. And so there's this idea that uh, in the idea of Pistis, in faith, that faith looks like 
one, we believe that God exists. Mm -hmm. And then we remember that he is trustworthy. This is all wrapped up in this word and the nuance of this word. It's a pretty amazing word that we can have faith that he is trustworthy. Mm -hmm. And then we are faithful to that belief. So we believe God exists. We believe that he's trustworthy. And then like the anchor, we hold on. And that's in the very presence of God. And through that, we can have assurance. And so faith, the idea of pistis here is just simply, it's not so complex. It's not so difficult. Mm -hmm. You believe that God exists. You believe that he's trustworthy and he's faithful. He's going to do what he said he would do. Remember, Jesus is better, this whole yeah. thing. And then just hold on and, and continue to be faithful to that belief. And that seems to be a biblical definition for me, at least yeah. in this section, of what pistis is. And yeah. yeah, and it's despite your circumstance too. Mm -hmm. So it's holding on to that even when and even if things maybe don't turn out yeah. the way you're you're planning. Josh, were you going to add to that? Well, just even calling back uh, chapter ten thirty nine, where it says, or the author saying, we're not like those who turn away from God, you know, despite circumstances. And then kind of doubles down with this whole chapter committed to stories about people who who faithfully follow Christ despite their circumstances, even despite their outcomes. You know, yeah. it's so mm -hmm. easy to often say, oh, I'm putting my faith in, in Jesus, but I'm actually putting my faith in like a hope that I'm going to, that this season's going to end or that that thing's going to work out mm -hmm. or whatever. And and that this whole chapter revolves around people who who literally, they held onto that anchor of hope uh, and it kind of looked in lots of different ways it is the way it resulted. And yet, like, here's his kind of example of what this faith looks like. Yeah, so in, in chapter 10, verse 39, he was saying that those that shrink back are the ones that let go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't hold on. And now he goes into this example of all these people in chapter 11. Mm -hmm. Here's the ones that held on. Even if their circumstances looked great or they were yeah. like, look at these heroes, look yeah. how faithful they were, or they were killed. Yeah. He's saying they held on. They didn't give up. And so now you follow in their example— and just keep holding on because God is trustworthy, not just for this life, but for the life to come. So that gets to be a pretty mature yeah. faith expression. Like you're holding on and you may not even see it, yeah, but yeah. hold on because Jesus is worth it. Yeah. And it's, I think it's easy to read certain um, passages and just think, look for like, oh, what's the pattern here? And what can I just replicate so that I can do this thing? And it's like, that, I think that's what's so amazing about all those different stories that would come after in within this chapter is like, it really, you can't just plug and play. Like this is just holding on as simple as yeah. it is. It's holding on to our faith and who Jesus is. And I think that that's just such an amazing like truth that we can, we can it doesn't have to look like, just because your situation, your circumstance looks a certain way, like all these people that are about to come and you're going to hear those stories if you go read chapter 11, it, it's not all the same for everyone. So maybe you're facing something that feels like no one can relate to, you know, or things are going well or they're not going well. Like the one thing that remains is that faith in who Jesus is and him and his faithfulness to us really. Yeah. Uh, so I have my definition of faith. I'll throw it out there and you guys critique. Ready? Mm -hmm. Because oh, my goodness. whole life, I felt like faith was this mystical, far outreaching thing I could never grasp. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to have more faith. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying, you know. But then really, if you look at this biblical definition of pistis, just, I'm sorry, I had to say the word <laughs> one more time. But it's really simply, do you believe in God? That's step one. Do you believe that he's trustworthy, that he's kind, that he's faithful, that he's good. That's step two. And step three is hold on. Just continue to be faithful. Keep believing. And that's it. I can do that. Yeah. I believe God exists. So real quick, list them all three again. Yeah, I believe God exists. Mm -hmm. I believe he's trustworthy and faithful. Yeah. 
and I hold on. And see, even that, I think a lot of Christians still function uh, almost out of this belief, like that's all ethereal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But but the thing is, is God has told us who He is. Like God is, He has He sent Jesus to live this life. He's told us through His Word. He's given us His Spirit. Like there's there's real elements to that these things that we can like hold on to. Um, and so uh, part you used the word maturity earlier. So part of maturing as a Christian is uh, not only growing aware. Um, of how, say, the culture maybe is shaping the way I view God, but growing my ability to really take God for, at His word, like to to let Him be the one who's going to dictate how I think and how I act and how I live, uh, be based on what He has already said, what He has already done, and what He has already told me that reality. Yeah, it's hearing His word, hearing the things He's asked us to do, holding on to those things, and faithfully trusting in that. Yeah. And sometimes that doesn't feel like it works out so well in this life, but mm-hmm. he said there's also a life to come. And sometimes it does work out mm-hmm. really well in this life, but we're just called to hold on mm-hmm. and not give up and persevere and continue to trust that his word is true. Yeah. And that's faith. It's not some, I got to muster this thing up or I got to do this or I got to, man, if, if I just had more faith, this would happen. It's like, yeah. do you believe God exists? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that he's good? Hold on. That seems to me the biblical definition yeah. of, sorry, one more time, pistis. <laughs> we should all say it together, ready? Yeah. Mary, I can't believe you said that. I joined. Man, that's so frustrating. (laughs) Something that I was kind of sharing with the guys, you know, as we were studying for this too, is I feel like when we don't truly just do those three things, right? Like really that is it. But we tend to try and do what what I would like probably like coin as like forced faith. And I don't know if you guys have ever been in a situation like that where you're like, you want something to happen so bad or you, and you feel like, hey, like God would want this for me or, mm-hmm. or this is like definitely true. And it's all about like the outcome of, of your life or, or how things are going to go or, or something that you're hoping for. And um, sometimes people will pin faith to that and say, oh, well, now go and act on that. Like go and do that, make that happen. Yeah. And I think what's so incredible about this verse is that it's not about what you see. Like it's not about like, what that outcome is. And it's really about those three things. But I think there's that temptation, right? To be like, like I felt this myself where I'm like, oh, I want this thing to happen, so I better be real good. <laughs> like I better like do all the things and make sure I'm going to church, make sure I'm being kind because then this God will come through in this way. And that's just not faith. That's the opposite of faith. But I think a lot of people operate in that way. Feel, that feels like a little manipulation. Yeah. Like, hey, God, I'll do these things and you'll do this and for now me. now you're yeah. obligated to give me yeah, what exactly. I want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when he doesn't, we think, well, man, I did something wrong or B, uh, you're not real. God doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or he's not good. And then up. now we're just doing the opposite. Yeah. The exact opposite is how we've lived it out in so many church yeah. communities, I feel like. Isn't that crazy, though, how easy it is to get into that way of thinking? Yeah. And so, again, like, uh, it's so important that we are regularly reminded of God's mercies and then we kind of re uh, tighten our grip on the on his you know that anchor of hope in Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then also too when we talk about that anchor in in chapter 10 right after that it says don't quit meeting together. You need each other you to do. encourage yeah. you, to remind you that hey God is good, that God is faithful and just because you were believing so I remember when I was in high school I really wanted this blue Camaro. And I just thought man if I just you know Believe right, act right. It's going to come my way, and what a what an immature kind of selfish thing that like mm-hmm. God, you're going to give me this Camaro that yeah. shows you are from small town Kansas. I wanted a Camaro, Love it. but you know it's just the, it's, it just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It's about just trusting in God and believing that He's in control of your life and He's good, and you can believe that He's going to guide you and lead you, and hold on. 
even when sometimes yeah. the circumstances aren't great. Yeah. I had that thought earlier, how important then is uh, a community that uh, encourages and edifies and points to Jesus and, and speaks truth lovingly to one another uh, because um, it not only may not, but often does not turn out the way that we think that it's going to or want to, or, I mean, life is tough and there's lots of disappointments. And so how much more important is it that we continue to meet together so that we are constantly reminding one another of kind of that, the the long game that we've talked about weeks and weeks ago, you know? And think about in the summer heat, it'd be so easy to say, I'm doing all the things that God wants me to do. And what if our air conditioner goes out? Yeah. It'd be easy to question, did I do something wrong? Mm. Did I have enough, not have enough faith? Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to have people around you to say, you know, it's just, it's an air conditioner. It breaks down. God's with you, you yeah. know, and there's, there's other, other things that we're pursuing. And it's just so important for that community piece to be around to help us mm-hmm. continue to tap into that assurance yeah. of faith. Yeah. And Josh, you, you and I, when we we're talking and Mary, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to leave you what out about of that. Me? I'm sorry, Mary. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you you're a big fan of chapter 12, verses 1 through it. 3. Yeah. And so one of the things that's really neat about chapter 12, there's a word there. Uh, this is there for. So Mary, what question do you ask? What's the, it there what's for? What's it there for? Yeah. And so Josh, you were talking a little bit yesterday about looking at what's it there for as it ties into chapter 11 in faith, chapter 12, verses yeah. 1 through 3. Yeah, so in 10, we have this uh, encouragement to remain, I guess, faithful to, to the Christ and the anchor, that steadfast anchor. And then in 11, we get this incredible uh, you know, Mary called it what, the hall of faith, hall I think is what faith. you called it. Um, and, and then you get to, to 12. And so there's this, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, uh, listen to this, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Oh, beautiful language. And he goes on, he says, let us run uh, with perseverance, the race marked out for us. Uh, so he's, he's really kind of uh, leaning into this example that's been set by these faithful Christians. But then he really gets into the, the nitty gritty here. Uh, verse two, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. So, mm-hmm. so the one who ran the race perfectly, the one who endured to the end uh, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame. I love that some translations say, putting shame to shame, mm-hmm. which I love that. And sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, where he still sits, we know that. Uh, Consider him who endured such opposition mm-hmm. from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. So it's I consider them and consider him. Consider and, those who came before and yeah, him. Yeah. Remember that God's been faithful in the lives of other people. Yeah. Look what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Persevere. Love Just keep holding on. Uh, but this does, uh, I don't know. It, what to do? What to do it, in, it in your heart? Some, and it's not perplexity. Mm. I'm <laughs> is not, it a befuddlement? I'm not really befuddled. It's more of a just a conundrum that uh, I'm feeling deep in my soul. Mm, Those are our that terms Goodness. that we do here. <laughs> and so one of the things that's been interesting in my life, it feels like if you, it, there's been this taught this idea, if you really have great faith, then everything's going to go well, or you're going to be able to you know, preach to the masses or whatever. Like That's the height of Christianity. If you can speak to thousands of people, mm. that seems to be the height. And so... There's this almost this guilt there if I'm not this hero of faith. Yeah. But maybe I'm doing something wrong. And if we go back to our definition, if I'm just holding on and persevering, what a beautiful witness that is to everyone around us. Yeah. And so like it, it's more than just speaking to the masses or whatever. And then there's also sometimes it feels like you hear stories of people like, boy, I needed three dollars and ninety-nine cents. And I walked into the house, and there's three dollars and ninety nine cents in the mail. <laughs> and then they're like, "Let's see, God is so good. I must be honoring Him, or something like that." Mm-hmm. And another person walks in the door and says, "Man, I, I have exactly three dollars and ninety nine cents in my checking account. Oh, here's a bill for three dollars and 
uh, you know, 99 cents plus tax of 12 cents. And so he I must have not nothing. be as faithful. So, so you, you don't have as much faith. And I, I think the circumstances, because there's, uh, Josh used the term diversity of circumstances mm-hmm. in our lives. And Hebrews 11 shows all these people that had this diversity of circumstance in their lives. And some of it worked out really well and some of it didn't, but they held on. They persevered. Yeah. Yeah. They believed God existed. And they were ordinary. Yeah. I love that because we think, oh, you got to be like Pastor John or something. Yeah. He's exactly. ordinary, actually. But most people are not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, you believe God exists. You were holding on. You believe that he's trustworthy and you just kept going. You kept persevering. Yeah. That's a beautiful, that's faith. And yeah. so there's an encouragement for all of us that if, if we're not heroes of faith, that we just hold on and we continue to trust in that in the beautiful loving, caring God that we have. And that's and that's faith. And our circumstances really don't tell us how our faith is going. They almost lie yeah. to us at times. It's almost, it reminds, we talked about this yesterday, the matrix, mm-hmm. you know, I say like taking the red pill, you know, the, this whole reality that exists that we're not even aware of, but the Lord opens up our eyes to it. And and so whereas it's, it would be so easy to, to think of that. Oh, uh, not that it's not that like the three, getting the 399 is not like God's blessing and favor sure, or whatever, sure. but it, but it, but it's, uh, it, it it's almost as if the endurance of the suffering is what's being held up as the, like, like I helped you endure. That's mm-hmm. and then it's almost, yeah, like you're saying, you know that's I mean? beautiful faith. Look that's at this beautiful faith. That's great faith, faith. Yeah. and it looks so different than we would kind of go into it thinking it should turn out. That we should yeah. just go whatever we want, not have troubles in his life. But actually, the trouble yeah. is what kind of is held up is like anybody can hold on through that. Cheers to them. They're in the hall of fame of faith. It's a game changer. And I think that's such an encouragement to everyone that's listening right now. And maybe you are hoping for something or or that a situation will end up a certain way, but um, maybe things just have not gone as planned, you know, or things didn't turn out like you hoped. I can think of situations in my life where I was like, I thought God was going to do this thing. And those are very real um, situations that we find ourselves in. So be encouraged to know that, um, you you are you can exemplify faithfulness in the middle of that, and um, to to know that that you like based on your circumstances that is not what um, defines you as faithful. It's it's believing. It's holding on to who Jesus is, what He did, and uh, continuing. Keep going. Keep going. No matter what your circumstances are, no matter what you're facing, hold on to the faith. Um, so be encouraged by that. So fix your eyes on Jesus. And come visit us at the coffee shop. Hebrews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Adios. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Breakdown. You know, it's our hope that you've learned something new about God's Word for the sake of knowing God and taking one step in your journey to the center of God's purpose for your life. If you're wanting to keep the discovering going, which we hope you are, you can check out past episodes at hopefellowship.net slash podcasts or by searching The Breakdown on Spotify or any other streaming platform. And don't forget, please leave us a review. We'll see you guys next time for another episode of The Breakdown.